Westward on Sport on Today FM. With Carlsberg, official beer partner of the FAI. Probably the best partnership in the world. Get the facts, be drink aware, visit drinkaware.ie. And so, as we expected, it's a Dublin Kerry All-Ireland Senior Football Final on Sunday week, but it didn't exactly pan out this weekend as we might have expected, or indeed previewed last Friday during the last World in Sport. Dick Clarkin and Mark O'Shea are back with us. And Mark, I'm going to start with you because Kerry, the defending champions, are there. And in fairness to you, you didn't expect it to be in any way easy against Derry. But did you expect anything like what you experienced yesterday when many people think that Derry perhaps couldn't should have won? Yeah, I, I thought the game was gone, Matt. Um, you know, if, if going down the stretch, going down 67, 68 minutes, I, I would have most certainly have taken a draw. Um, and then obviously the genius that is David Clifford, along with, I suppose, for the first time in the whole game, just a complete change in attitude in how Kerry set up and, and how they just pushed up uh, on Derry and pushed up on Oren Lynch in particular. And, and suddenly won a few kickouts at cru- crucial time. Yeah, but like, I mean, if you look at the the, the way the game was going, uh, Lynch was playing as, a, as an extra man, effectively, and Derry were able to set up Bill from the back up. I, I actually couldn't understand it from a carry point of view. How come we weren't being more aggressive, pushing up on Derry and asking questions of Lynch? Because on Friday... I spoke about that, and I I felt it was an area where Kerry could get control, and as a result, get control of the game. But it didn't turn out like that. And kick out after kick out, Derry were just going short. Kerry were giving them the kick out. It was as if though, you know, they were allowing uh, Derry so far up the field, and as long as Kerry were well set up at the back, uh, they were happy. But that's that's now not what happened. And we saw even from the the McGinless goal, it was the overlap that was created from Oren Lynch into um, Brendan Rogers, who I thought was absolutely awesome. I know we speak about David Clifford. Rogers to me, was just outstanding throughout the whole game. And he nearly got the goal and McGinless finished it off then. Uh, obviously, Kerry come down the other end and they get a quick goal from Gavin White, um, which was a huge uh, goal to score because all the momentum was with, with Derry. Uh, but it was end-to-end stuff. Of course, there was... Uh, periods in the game where you could say maybe we were lucky or unlucky decisions. I, I felt uh, Joe McQuillan got a lot of the decisions right. I know there was controversy over the Shane Ryan incident, and um, th- that definitely came in for scrutiny. But for uh, and the David Clifford one also, which I felt he got right, as it was a side to side charge. So from from those points of view, I, I felt he got them bang on. But yeah, oh, you think he was right about lucky. the Shane Ryan one? Do you? The Shane Ryan one is an interesting one because obviously people are going to have a different thought on it. Me, initially, when I saw it, I felt he won the ball and, okay, he, he sees the, the oncoming Derry player, so he turns and he, he protects himself. That's one way of looking at it. Obviously, he's That'd in the That'd be way of looking at it. <laughs> you said that, Matt, not me. But it's, it's, it's definitely, it's, I think, looking at it, I felt he got it right. Um, but, but look... These are calls, huge calls in games that have to be made. Um, but but like, look, at the end of the day, Matt, Derry had their chances to win And we'll get match. back to that in a second. Dick, what do you think of those two controversial issues? Because there is an argument that David Clifford shouldn't even have been booked for what was a legitimate shoulder charge. But what about the Shane Ryan incident? Yeah, I, I, I think with the Shane Ryan one, I'd ask the question, did he do anything, did Shane Ryan himself do anything that could be interpreted as, as illegal or as an infraction? He jumped for the ball... Ball was where it was. 
players were quite entitled to, to go and compete for the ball that was in the air. He didn't lead with his knee, he didn't lead with his foot, he didn't lead with his elbow. It's as much Shane McGuigan's duty of care to himself not to put himself into dangerous positions if he thinks he's exposed as much to... So I don't think Shane Ryan done anything wrong to answer your question, Matt, simple as that. Um, I think, you know, he, he, he came strong for the ball. Okay. Shane McGuigan knew he was going to get it. He should have been stepping out of the road, to be honest with you. David Clifford? Yeah. Uh, David Clifford, uh, he was very unfortunate again. But listen, you have to be fair to referees in real time. You know these things can look a lot different than they are. Like the margins are so tight between a perfectly timed shoulder challenge and something that just hits a wee bit off off centre and lands in the square. I think give the benefit of the doubt to Joe McQuillan in this one because it was a massive hit. If nothing else, he had to stop the play because a duty of care of the player. Um, I would have felt there was enough people around him to sort of say, listen, give give Clifford the benefit of the doubt again. Did he lift the elbow? Was he late? Was it obvious? Had he the potential to turn out? No. So he certainly should not have been on the yellow card, if anything, but Okay. Did you think at any stage that Derry had it, that they were going to win it? Absolutely, as everyone did. And, and to be fair, I, I did call this on Friday. I said, I could easily see Derry winning this. I said, if Jack O'Connor and Kerry get out of this, where they're sort of scraping through the narrow draw, they'd be very, very, very happy because Derry will come into the game, you know, primed under the radar, but with bags of, bags of potential. And, and to be fair to Derry, they didn't just come with their best we've seen this year. They came with more again. You know, they were exceptional throughout. We sort of talked about the midfield battle that Derry could not just match, but better Kerry and they did that you mentioned Brendan Rodgers Connor Glass just those last few minutes where Kerry came in and won the game in that middle third but other than that Derry were dominant probably just couldn't legislate I couldn't see David Clifford having the impact he, he did end up doing on Christy McKay I'm, I know Christy McKay this 10, 10 years Matt he's the best probably man marker that's out there if you were to line up the amount of corner forwards and top forwards that he's held scoreless it'll be a fairly illustrious lift I couldn't envisage Clifford having the game that he did with Christy McKay In fairness it, it wasn't Christy McKay's problem or fault no, was it? He, did, he didn't seem to do anything wrong it's just no. that Clifford was unmarkable by anybody yeah. This is it, and, and, and this is just goes the mark of them because whatever we're going out and hitting nine points off pay from play, what is contribution? But to do it on the calibre of a player of Chrissy McKeag, an all star last year, it just, again, it shows how, how this guy is so far apart from everybody else out there at the minute, Matt. Okay, back to you, Mark. I see Jack O'Connor saying afterwards that you'll have to improve, and you'll definitely will have to improve against Dublin for the final, which we'll yeah. preview in detail next week. But maybe you sorted in the second half what was the biggest problem in the first half. The right-hand side of your defence had a dreadful first half. It did, it did. And look, I'm going to get to that in a second, but can I just make one point about Joe McQuillan and about the, the, the umpires, the linesmen, all of that. Jack O'Connor also made another point, Matt, and he mentioned that it's very hard to get instructions into the team. I don't know, did you hear that interview afterwards? But one big thing about that is, right, Joe McQuillan has a job to do and it's a tough job and he does that job and it's, he has to make big calls. But what I saw from the, from, from the Hogan stand and I was looking down at it and look, it was from both sides. It was from Derry and it was from Kerry. The amount of off the ball stuff that was going on was frightening. It was extraordinary. And it was frightening. And like, you've got linesmen there, Matt, that are looking at this. And you've got umpires that are looking at this. They need to be more influential in this because John McQuillan has only two eyes. And and I, I, what I was seeing, witnessing through, throughout the whole game, 75, 78 minutes, 
from both sides it was going on and that's that's the nature of the football they're going to, that's going to happen um so so look i just think the the umpires and linesmen need to be more vigilant okay. getting back to the other question yes i think Kerry are going to obviously have to really improve i mean look i was worried about this game in particular the, the, the key players the, the the Shane McGuigans i thought he had a great battle with Jason Foley Brendan Rodgers, Connor Glass, two key players, middle of the field. I thought Brendan Rodgers was awesome. In fairness to Jack Barry, as the game wore on, he was getting tighter, which was key. Um, but that was a needy area. But look, this Dick just said it there. Kerry, he called it on Friday how, how this game could have gone either way, and it could. And the goal-scoring opportunities, even though Kerry had bodies back, that's an, that's an area that Kerry will really have to address. Okay, well, we will talk more about the preview next week. But that point about goal-scoring opportunities, Dick, when underdogs get goal-scoring opportunities, they have to take them. And I think for a lot of people, the fear for Monaghan was going so well in the first half against Dublin, they didn't take the goal-scoring opportunities. The same for Derry. The outcomes could have been entirely different. But once you don't take them, the big guns tend to win, don't they? With the small margins and, and, and yes, on one hand up here we're, we're proud and it's, we're delighted. And, but yes, when you break it down, Mark, you're, you're looking at those opportunities and those sliding door moments that if they had went a different way, you know, what the outcome could have been like that period in the first half. Like the first thing you have to to do in terms of scoring opportunities, you have to create them. You have to show a bit of ambition. You have to create, and Monaghan did that in the first half. Yes, we were very structured, but they, they drove at Dublin. They punched holes and it will create a couple of couple of goal opportunities that they will rule those misses because against the doubles of this one you don't get several of them you get one or two and you've got to take and stab and Monaghan didn't and then Dublin yeah the game was out they took their, their couple of opportunities in the second half and no more than McInnes's miss um, for, for Derry arguably was the difference in, in them winning it and I, I, I would go as far as in, if he had a nail that Derry were winning would Monaghan had enough if they took one of those? I'm not sure, but it definitely would have been a lot closer than it was in the end because I always felt Monaghan probably needed to be ahead Mon- uh, mass, uh, by a point or two going into the last 10 minutes because Dublin were always going to finish strong, but yet they were always just sort of stayed with them and uh, there some of those opportunities. And there's a few missed points as well when Monaghan was so dominant in the first half and probably look back and say that was probably the losing of the game. Yet some of the older players in particular did exceptionally well and we spoke about him on Friday but Conor McManus who started rather than coming on was again his usual terrific self. It was and that's been the case not once, twice, but, you know, thrice this year uh, with the likes of O'Connell, Darren and obviously Conor coming in. There's been different games, those boys, just the legs haven't been there but it was a bit of a surprise for me you know, to see Conor starting but then he, you know, the way Monon set up there's only room for one sort of point of attack you know that has been Jack McCarron in times Vinny obviously said no I need to go to my go-to man and and, 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 and he, he trusted him to have it in him and, and, and Conor did now he was very well marked he got very little change out of Mick Fitzsimons who was exceptional in the first half but you know when Monaghan were looking for somebody to, to, to keep them in the game with clutch scores and clutch plays you know it was it was Conor that stepped up as he has done so so often for the last 15 years you know but, but ably assisted by a lot of a lot of good players behind him and I think that's probably the encouraging thing that that Monaghan team Matt they should have the ambition to come back again next year and we'll see do the guys come back 
as they were saying this this four or five years about the older players that they, they, they keep sort of defying logic there's no reason to think that they mightn't because I just listed three players very good chance those boys will get nominated for all-stars possibly maybe pick up one that's not the sort of form you go out in retirement for you if you're like me you're hanging around on the bench we'd be hoping these boys can, can stay on and possibly be that impact sub role that ultimately separated the sides at the weekend because Dublin had that in the mix of McCarthy and these guys coming in you know or Jack McCaffrey. Indeed. Okay, well, we're going to talk more about Dublin and Kerry next week in our build-up to the final. For now, thank you very much, Dick Clerken and Mark O'Shea for being with us. And of course, we will have uh, plenty of build-up this week for the hurling final as well between Limerick and Kilkenny on Sunday. The last word on sport on Today FM with Carlsberg, official beer partner of the FAI. Probably the best partnership in the world. Get the facts, be drink aware, visit drinkaware.ie.